Welcome to the Grad School Femtoring Podcast, the place for first-gen students of color to prepare for grad school. This is Dr. Yvette Martinez Fu, and I will be serving as your femtor, providing you with tips and tricks and everything else you need to know to get into and successfully navigate grad school. For over 10 years, I've been helping first-gen students of color get into top grad programs in their field, and I'm really excited to support you on your academic journey too. everyone. This is Grad School Femturing, the podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Yvette. Today, I have a solo episode for you all about the ABC method of productivity. Um, some people call this the ABC method of time management. I think it goes hand in hand. It's about time management and about productivity and I decided to bring it up this time because it's a topic that came up in one of my coaching sessions recently. I was having a meeting with a client and we were trying to discuss how to strategize around structuring their time and their workload during a time when there's a lot of flexibility and unstructured time. This um, is actually coming up for some of you as you are in your summer term, you might have the summer to work on a research project, or for some folks, they might be on a fellowship, and so they have more unstructured time. Um, it might be coming up for you if you are a remote employee, and some there's not someone there expecting you to show up, clock in and clock out at a certain hour, or if you're a contract worker. Um, but if you have any type of flexibility in how you do your work and structure your time, then this conversation is going to be helpful for you. I was first introduced to the ABC method of time management, maybe early grad school. It might have been early grad school, possibly undergrad. I ran into an article which no longer exists. I tried to find it and I couldn't find it. In fact, I had saved the URL to that article and I went back to it and it's no longer there so I don't know what happened to that article but it no longer exists on the internet I should have saved it as a pdf but in any case I was looking up other sources and articles on this concept of the ABC method of time management or ABC method of productivity and most of the ones I came across were referring to ABC not exactly in the same way as I refer to it. So let me explain what I mean. So in, in the world of productivity, time management, project management, and management in general, helping people to get their work done, they, they refer to ABC as labeling your task based on what is high priority, not so high priority and low priority. So high importance, less important, and least important. That means that when you have your task list, your to-do list, the things you have to get done, you label them. Is it an A task, a B task, and a C task? And ideally, you're focusing more on the A and B tasks. A tasks because they're probably the most important based on urgency. They might be an upcoming deadline or most important in terms of it helping you to reach your major 
goals. So a task could be, again, something that's due this week coming up, you have to do it, otherwise you'll miss a deadline. Or it could be, I need to prioritize this because if I don't do this, you know, over an extended period of time, I'm not going to meet my long-term goals. So A tasks first, then B tasks and C tasks. Now, when I refer to the ABC method of productivity, I like to incorporate my energy levels. I like to incorporate my body in the way that I do things. Why? Because I think it's important to align the work with we do with our capacity to do that work. What do I mean by that? I mean that some of us are morning people. Some of us are afternoon people. Some of us are evening people. Some of us can function on five hours of sleep. Some of us can function on seven hours of sleep. Some of us can function on 10 hours of sleep. Some of us have eight hours of day to get our work done. Some of us have five hours a day to get work done. Some of us have three hours a day to get work done. And it's all based off our bodies, our capacity levels, and how we're feeling. Not every single day is the same, whether you like it or not. There will be times that you're feeling great, and there will be times that you might be sick, and there will be times that other things come up. And so if you listen to your body and when you work best and under what settings you work best and you align your tasks accordingly, there's a much higher chance that you will not be as stressed out and you will increase the chances that you're going to meet deadlines on time and that you're going to do so without, again, sacrificing your time, sacrificing your energy level, sacrificing your health. And so for me, ABC refers to A time, B time, and C time. A time means the time that you know you have the most energy, the most focus, you're feeling great, and you're able to take on more difficult, daunting, <laughs> or um, important tasks. B time refers to a time when you still have some energy but it's less energy than your eight times. So you're starting to lose a little bit of focus and a little bit of energy. C time is when you have the least amount of energy. This is when you start to get tired and kind of ready to wind down and wrap up your workday. And so what I recommend is rather than what other people are saying about start out with your A tasks. Yes, that's great. But even within your A tasks, there might be subtasks within your eight tasks <laughs> that are more difficult and, um, and easier, more straightforward. And so if you feel like you're low energy, you feel like maybe the morning, you're not a morning person. And so the morning is your C time. The afternoon is your A time. The evening is your B time. You know that like you are not going to do great work in the morning. So maybe if it's your C time, then you're working on a research project, you start to find sources or do some formatting and just like things that don't take up a lot of energy for you to do, you can work on that. The afternoon comes up, you start to get pick up your energy, you feel a little better, that's when you can tackle the writing or the researching or the reading, anything that takes up a lot of mental energy um, and physical energy too, 
um, go ahead and do that then. And then in the evening, again, should you choose to work all the way through, you can start to do the B tasks, which could be anything. Again, it's up to you to decide what tasks are A tasks, very important B tasks, not as important as C tasks, the least important. Um, so in, basically what I'm telling you is to listen to your body, lean into the thing that your body is already kind of signaling to you. So a lot of people tell me that they they try to be morning people. They get up early and try to start their day and then they might sleep in or they might get started with their day and find themselves procrastinating or they take too long with their morning routine or they're just dreading getting started. They're struggling for some reason. So then I say, well, what actually, why not? If you know you do better work in the afternoon or in the evening, why not lean into that? Why not allow yourself to sleep in? If you haven't structured time, you're in control of your schedule. Who's to say that you have to start at eight or 9 a.m.? Also, who's to say that you have to work eight hours a day every day? You might be able to still get your work done in less time. Or maybe you might have days that you work less and some days that you work more and you try to balance it out based on off your energy levels. I actually don't believe in a nine to five in terms of following it strictly um, as a means of getting work done. Why? Because the nine to five actually mirrors testosterone levels. And for those of us that have uteruses, the nine to five schedule actually doesn't quite mirror the way that our bodies function and the way that our energy levels fluctuate throughout the month. And so some days you might feel great and might be able to accomplish a lot. And some days you might not feel so great and you might not be as productive, as efficient, as focused. And so I guess the point of today's episode is for you to start to make observations and start to reflect on how you schedule your time and how you do your work. When you have your to-do list, do you just randomly work on things based off what you remember, based on what you see on your post-it um, or on your notepad? Or do you actually prioritize them based off urgency and importance? And do are you are you working on those things when you're feeling your best. I understand there may be cases that no matter what, you can't do this, you know, that no matter what, you have to meet a deadline and you have to work during times that you're not feeling so great or during your, you know, least focused time or whatnot. Or maybe you have a nine to five job and, you know, you have to show up at a certain hour, even though you wish you didn't have to show up that early. That, you know, you can still work with this concept even under those conditions. Why? Because you get to decide what tasks you work on when you get your day started. You get to kind of figure out how it is that you're feeling and start to notice patterns so that you can identify when you work your best, when you do your best work. And then the more you align that, you align again, high importance, high urgency tasks with when you're feeling your best, the more efficient you might be. And then you might realize actually you have a little bit more time than you thought. That 
is why I'm a big fan of the ABC method of time management. If you don't want to bother with tools, if you don't want to bother with software, if you don't want to learn technology to help you with organizing your time and your tasks, you don't have to, but you can do this. You can make a list of all the things that you have to get done. You can label them A, B, and C. And then you can ask yourself and make observations. When do I feel the most alert, the most focused? Do I have the most energy? And then see what happens when you align your A tasks with your A time. Let me know. Try it out. Let me know what you think. Let me know how it goes. I'll be very curious to hear how helpful this was for you because I know that it has been helpful for me. And odds are it might be helpful for a few of you too. All right, y'all. That's it for this week. I hope y'all have a good rest of your week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. If you would like additional support as you navigate your educational trajectory, then sign up for my free 15-page grad school femtoring resource kit. This 15-page kit includes essential information such as organizational tools, research resources, my own email organizing system, info on how to apply to grad school, as well as how to manage your grad school and career outcomes, and much more. Go to gradschoolfemtraining.com slash kit to get it today. Thank you so much for joining me in the Grad School Femtraining Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or email me your review at gradschoolfemtoring at gmail.com. You can also show your support by going to gradschoolfemtoring.com and joining my mailing list where you'll receive weekly tips, podcasts and blog updates, as well as discounts for my digital downloads, online courses, and much more. One last thing, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Until next time.